This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Repeat, this is a test of the emergency podcast system. Disaster Girls is an unironic excavation of disaster movies with profiles as high as the tallest volcano and as low as the Marianas Trench. In order to ensure your safety and enjoyment, please remain calm and keep your ears locked on your hosts, myself, Jordan Gruciola, and me, Amanda Smith. Welcome back to the Disaster Pod, everybody. Uh, this week, I, Jordan Gruciola, with my faithful co-host, Amanda Smith, will be digging into Megafault. Yeah! A 2009 uh, straight to, at the time, you know, DVD. Sci-Fi were Channel. We, were we doing VOD at the time? I, well, it was, a, it was a, it premiered on Sci-Fi back when it was still, I think, SCIFI. Yes, yes, SCIFI. And... Megafault is is about sort of exactly what you would think based on the title with with a title that means nothing, which is a a mining operation, a mountaintop uh, removal operation leads to a giant new fault being opened up uh, starting in Virginia in the United States. And that fissure continues to expand across the length of the continental United States, seemingly unstoppably. And geophysicist Brittany Murphy and seemingly freelance demolitionist Eric LaSalle are the two people charged with finding out how to stop this giant mega fault from continuing to split the earth asunder. Yes, that is a perfect that. You know what? You explained that movie better than the movie explained the Polynesian movie. <laughs> that was really well done, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, you know, I have the benefit of the 30,000 foot view. I wasn't in the weeds with it like like the cast and crew. Yeah, no, that that movie was, I would like to say, made one foot at a time. <laughs> is how I would describe what happened with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that... <sighs> It's new terrain for us because we've done some really high profile stuff so far. We've done crawl, we've done volcano. Yeah. And now it's now we're doing a made for TV special. And right. that's that's it always gonna be, be iffy. a dice. Yeah, that's gonna be a dicey proposition. Yeah, and you know, there are good ones. Um, yeah. there have been ones that are really enjoyable. I this is one where it definitely you're like, ooh, that was just you guys just wrote a thing. Because <laughs> um, <clears throat> so just even talking about the idea of the fault itself, mm-hmm. um, when I bought Mega Fault, because I bought it on DVD. Yes, I borrowed that DVD. That's how I watched yeah, it. Yeah, no, I just saw it appear on my Amazon one day and I was like, yeah, that is a thing I want, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be about the basically fault line that exists in the middle of the country. The Mississippi Ripper is essentially, it, my understanding going back several years in my geology classes, Mississippi River is basically where a failed fault line was. Oh, okay. Um, failed fault line. That so means just oh, it's a plate. Forever? It's a plate. It was a failed plate boundary. Oh, okay. So um, there was a very, very, very large earthquake in a place called New Madrid. Uh, I want to say it was Mississippi or Missouri or mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. I should have looked this up. Um, but New Madrid in the 1800s, like 1817, a big enough earthquake that it supposedly rang church bells in in Boston. Okay. Uh, something we think in the sevens or higher. And so there's actually a fault there that they believe was where um, the the plate would have split yes. and created a rift zone the same way that you have in like Africa. Right, okay. But it was a failed rift zone. So to, generally speaking, a, f- a rift zone has one branch that goes mm. and rifts and then a branch that doesn't. And this was a failed rift zone. So if you ever look at a map of the U.S., you'll see right near like the Mississippi River, kind of in the middle of the Mid- Mississippi River area, mm-hmm. you'll see earthquakes. Oh, okay. Every like you'll see just a little cluster of them that happen like small, not really noticeable. Mm. Um, so I thought going into this that this would be about that. Yeah, they just, it seemed like whole cloth. No. like, we just want to make a brand new one. They made a whole new, just rip the continent in half lengthwise. Yeah. That was unexpected. And I think, I think this this puts us into our uh, customary reality index conveniently because this, as we, as was mentioned in the summary, this fault emerges because of uh, mountaintop excavation, mountaintop removal. Because of detonation of a, of. Yeah detonation around mountains yeah. i'm not quite sure what the purpose of i know it's a thing that happens but i don't rightly know what mountaintop removal is meant to achieve i always imagine just big bulldozers yeah 
I really did. I just always imagined like a big bulldozer just shoving the top of a mountain off, which is dumb. <laughs> and I realize that, but <laughs> it's quite literal. That was yeah, that was <laughs> my in my head what that thing ha- was happening. And the the thing that I'm sure let's go with the premise that this could create a fault. The the largest earthquake that is referenced, I feel like when they're whenever they're talking mm. about the movie is a magnitude seven. Yeah. Which is what we just experienced recently here in Southern California that 150 miles away, like made my living room wobble considerably, but there wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, this is going to produce a continuously replicating fissure across the continent. Yeah. If you look at the, if you look at the photos that we now have of Ridgecrest, we're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's like six feet offset. That's nice. Like that, that roadway has some cracks that need to be filled up, Uh but it's not, there is not a, um, cavernous like a deep fissure that runs the length of Ridgecrest now yeah into which entire trucks fall and and demo teams are swallowed when the demo team was swallowed that might have been my favorite special effect because it looked they like just they just teleported <laughs> it looked like they dropped through a they teleportation did. hole yeah. in the core of the earth yeah um which there would have been a cool twist that would have been good yeah, yeah. no I did enjoy it just when they just like they were there just, and then they were just whoop. yep yep yeah they really yeah but I did like that it did lead off the movie with one of my favorite tropes of all disaster movies, which is man trying to outrun a natural event. Yeah. Like yeah. Per, the, the Roland Emmerich, if you will. <laughs> and it had him, it had Eric LaSalle just trying to drive his truck faster yeah. than the earthquake fault and the earthquake in general could. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what kind of demolition he was doing that could cause that when all that he had to do to warn people that the, it was going to go off in a yeah. second was honk his horn a couple times yeah. <laughs> i didn't i didn't think that was up to osha standards yeah it there didn't seem to be any corporate infrastructure no. around these men at all no there should have been like an evil corporate overlord who yeah. was like standing there being like eric lasalle that's what this you movie should was not, really missing it was missing the corporate overlord yeah You're right. a villain like it was yeah. missing you know like like John Carroll Lynch in Volcano, mm-hmm. the uh, really the pro, the only truly pro transit man in the entire movie Volcano, it needed a figure like him chewing gum yeah. and gruffly dismissing the concerns of of geophysicists. Yeah, but instead, all we had to all we had to vilify was the the, the Earth. Yeah, you just had to be mad at the earthquakes. Yeah. Um, I guess I was a little mad at the guy driving the tanker truck when he was like, I'm not going to slow down or stop. And we're like, this isn't speed. Yeah. Wrong movie, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, when one is outrunning a natural disaster, I feel like the number one rule is just don't stop. Yeah. We're going to really get into this when we do Hurricane Heist, which I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I I have not watched this movie still, and I'm so excited. Prime time outrunning natural disasters. Um, Um, But I think what, what further the mystifying nature of this act of demolition creating the biggest uh, fracture in the earth in the history of its possible whole existence. I would a hundred percent say since at least like the dawn of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Since the beginning of things forming plates formed with that Southern California earthquake we just had, there was a a remarkable photos published in the Los Angeles times of where the desert was like ripped apart a little bit. Like the floor of the desert was torn and it's a, it's a ripple. Yeah. It's it's disturbing, but it is in no way approaching like, oh, once this starts opening, it's never going to stop. Right. So that's the thing is that if those never stopped, yeah. um, it, that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's that's what I was saying. The thing about the offset, like it also, yes, there are there aren't really rifts in the earth. They don't go very far. It's not mm-hmm. like you look at them. You're like, oh, no, if I fall in, like there's no geologists out there in the field. <laughs> Being like, don't let me get too close to the edge of this crack or I'll fall into the mantle. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's like four feet. And it's just yeah. like a little, it's it's like ripping your clothes. <laughs> it's basically, yeah, it's, it's and so. Tearing it, a seam. It, essentially, yeah. Or like ripping your sofa cushion. And you're like, well, there's the rest of the sofa cushion. <laughs> That's what happened in, in Ridgecrest. Um, and with this, this was much deeper. Yes. And the, the only people who could address the problem are a little bit, um, I think also geologist or at least uh, maybe government official involved in science, Bruce Davison. Head of FEMA. Head of FEMA. Head of FEMA because he was at that. She was, which by the way, I love that she was at some sort of a geophysicist talk and yeah. she was like, and the earth starts, and everything starts shaking and everyone just stands there and looks around confused about what to do. Yeah. 
And um, she has just said, we know, none of us are prepared enough. Yeah. The number one thing we can do is preparedness. Yeah. And she stands there and holds onto the podium while staying in front of a gl- series of glass windows. <laughs> yeah. Just like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I mean, Jordan, as, as a friend of mine, and I am just yeah. a casual geology person. Yes. Uh, how often have I talked about earthquake kits? Oh yeah, that's a too, that, mu- too much. No, enough. Thank given, you. Given the area we live in, enough. Yeah, I feel like Brittany Murphy wouldn't need to say to everybody like, just get under your desks. It's fine because <laughs> they would all already be under there, but also be turning to each other and being like, what do you think this is? Yeah, like how big of a magnitude do you think this is? Do you yeah. think where are the PNS waves coming from? Like they would be. It was it was the a weird choice. In in the delight of these made for TV special spectacles, especially, is that you have. The casting choices, which can be quite novel. And in this case, you know, Brittany Murphy, geophysicist. Um, Sadly, in at least one of the last roles of her life. Yeah. The movie came out on sci-fi two months before her death. And, you know, she's now a geophysicist in this movie. And so at least has to read a script and attempt to believably say. Which I thought she did okay with. I thought she did okay with. The the thing I laughed most at was when she called it a level seven earthquake. Mm, It's like, ah, level seven. Level seven. (laughs) Yeah. That's where you parked your car is the level seven. (laughs) I thought she did okay. Like compare that to, like one of my favorite things to do is when I'm watching these movies is be like, that's an actor having to remember those words. Yeah. And like Aaron Eckhart in the core, which I don't think you said you've seen. I have seen the core. Okay. Yeah. But Aaron Eckhart trying to deliver any of his dialogue in the core Mm. in, or Hillary Swank trying to talk about being a pilot in the core is like <laughs> watching dogs with peanut butter on the roof of their mouth and then you just dub the words out. like it's just it is it is a foreign it is probably what I sound like when I'm trying to speak Mandarin to customers <laughs> and she did pretty well yeah I was like I was I was but they didn't give her a lot to do no in that sense yeah well they I'm surely they didn't know what to do no and so they they put all their knowledge best they could into this script yeah and and britney was tasked with uh britney i feel like more so in the because i feel like your heroine is going to have this role more than your hero but tasked with dramatic reactions to things happening around her yeah so there was a lot of like face acting to not real things existing true um and that that seemed tough yeah a lot of gasping a lot of like horrified looks yeah um I, i i liked i i did like that she Essentially, they discarded with most of the science very quickly. Yeah. And we're just like, now you're just going to be essentially trying to get back to Denver. Yeah. To go be with your, your husband and terrible child. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to keep on making that very difficult for you. <laughs> yeah. The real con- the, 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 the secondary conflict of this movie is Dr. Scientist Brittany Murphy just trying to get to her son and husband who have had or son daughter or daughter daughter sorry i couldn't stand her so i've just totally the do- terrible daughter terrible daughter her daughter and husband so they are they're getting across the united states seemingly hitchhiking oh well so but that's after their airplane crashes yes their airplane crashes not related necessarily to the earthquake yeah um they just didn't have the, all the air towers went down I thought that was actually a very good scary thing because the idea like the all the the earthquake that is tearing across the the continent it has caused like all towers of communication to go down Great. and therefore planes are flying blind so the plane that Britney's family is in gets clipped by another plane. Oh, that's what happened. I missed the clip. So I was oh, watching yeah. this whole thing on my iPad um because I couldn't figure out how to make it talk to my TV. Oh, okay. And so I watched it on my iPad and I was like, did they fly into a bird? Yeah, like, no, what just happened? They're descending through clouds oh, and they're like, they visibility is obscured and then another plane That's enters how in. That happens. And the idea, that to me that, is one yeah. of the most terif- terrifying things about the natural disaster is, oh, we can't, our, our critical infrastructure cannot communicate with one another. Yeah. And that was like, okay, good addition. I yeah. like that. That was great. I did also like, though, that this was one of the safest plane crashes in the world because uh, <laughs> yeah. Terrible Child and husband Justin Hartley were flung at least a quarter mile from the plane crash <laughs> the site. The wreckage was nowhere to be seen. The wreckage was way in the distance. And he's like emerging, stumbling, confused, yelling for Terrible Child. And yeah. Terrible Child wanders out of the woods unscathed. Yeah. Mildly perturbed. Yeah. Rumpled, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... 
And then they like just go about their merry way and hitchhike because they want to get back to Denver for reasons yes. unknown. Because they're not going to stay going home. They're going well, yes, but I'm like, why wouldn't you stay with your wife? Oh, because you have because of conflict. Yeah, no, they you. The best thing to do is to stay with the seemingly only active geophysicist in the United States, the only one capable that of the government job. and military want to work with. So you stay with her. Yeah, where she will be taken care of. It seems like I bet you they have an endless supply of gummy worms, which is the only thing I know about that child <laughs> is that child liked gummy worms. Yeah. And yeah, no, instead they decide that they need to, to get back. So they take the flight, flight crashes, and then they end up on a, um, a tanker truck full of oil. Yeah. Which as one ends up on when hitchhiking. Yes. And then they, they end up in a position where they, they too have to outrun the natural disaster, mm-hmm. which means that they're carrying this tanker of gas behind them. And that's dangerous. Yeah. And so the Justin Hartley of this is currently this is us fame has to leave his child in the cab of the car with the truck driver and in at high speed separate the tanker from the cab of the truck. The guy's just like, oh, it's behind the fifth wheel. There's a lever. Just just unlock it. It would have probably been better if he had taken the wheel and the driver had operated the vehicle that he knows how to operate. You hire Justin Hartley for one thing and one thing only. (laughs) And that is for him to cling to the back of a truck looking terrified. (laughs) They have not, I don't know that they've written that into This Is Us yet, which seems like a a lost opportunity, really. Maybe that happens in the next season where he's like, that's his entire subplot is he's just stuck on the back of a truck for the entire season something catastrophic has to happen i think contractually every third episode in that show so why not that yeah i will like i did take down the notes of justin hartley yelling stop this truck and then the trucker yelling back no way there's an earthquake on our tail (laughs) which i appreciated that he identified visually in the rearview mirror Uh the earthquake yeah I liked that, that he could tell that the earthquake was on his tail. <laughs> like not being like, no way there's a crack in the earth forming that he was like in volcano. They don't know what a volcano is. Yeah. But in Megafault, this dude can they identify it on detail, site, but still don't know what it is. I've never heard of a volcano before, <laughs> but this dude on site recognizes that the earthquake is following him. And then after as soon, shortly after uh, Justin Hartley detaches the tanker from the cab of the truck, the truck driver stops. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Well, because the, the, the one explosion thing you can't do when the earthquake is when you're running you. and running from a natural disaster is by his own admission, and he stops. Yeah, so it's really like you just wanted to fuck with Justin Hartley, <laughs> with this handsome man who got into the cab of your truck, and you're like, screw this pretty boy, I'm gonna send him into peril. Yeah, traumatize the child. This will be good for everybody. <laughs> and I do like that. Just like, and then he just like gets home. And that's it. That's the last we see of them until they wander tired into their home and fall asleep on the sofa and yeah. another earthquake happens. That it, like of the things that we could have used more and less of, mm-hmm. I, I would argue cut everything involving Justin Hartley and Ch- Terrible Child mm-hmm. and then add in the like evil Villainous. mining yeah. executive yeah. who could be like, the only solution is going to be that we should just blow up more things. Really? And then like <laughs> the military would be like, yeah, that's a really good point. And Brittany Murphy would be like, no, you can't still destabilize them. Yeah. Um, that would have been like, just cut him out entirely. Yeah. Well, we, sorry, Justin Hartley. Yeah, no, it was, it was extraneous. Yeah. Um, and it, it took away time from what we could have learned more about Eric LaSalle. True. Whose character he, he's taken, he's being flown by a pilot, uh, who's taking him and Brittany Murphy to see his mother to presumably help rescue her. Right. Only her. Yeah. Only Only rescue her in St. Louis. Everyone else in St. Louis sucks for you. Yeah. Um, but then upon approach, he watches his mother's home explode (laughs) (laughs) from another, from being chased by an earthquake. Very dramatic. Yeah. And then that makes him the go-to also problem solver for this situation. So, so Brittany and Eric must band together from their separate professional disciplines. Yeah. And for some reason it is devised that the only way to stop this perpetual earthquake is to create another earthquake. But before they do that, we're missing the most important part of the whole movie. (laughs) Oh, it's true. So, Brittany Murphy is like, oh, no, I can't get home. Yeah, desperate to get to her Can't get back to Denver. Shirk my responsibilities as the only geophysicist in the United States. Seemingly. Gonna shirk my responsibilities and get back to Denver for my terrible child. And um, she then is not, FEMA won't let her take the helicopter. Yeah. So Eric LaSalle is like, I got this. (laughs) Runs into the porta potty runs back out within seconds. Uh Uh-huh. The porta potty erupts explodes straight up in the air and lands 
fully upright again. It was so great. It was the most coordinated explosion of his career, I'm sure. And then and Brittany Murphy's face watching it was like, yes, that is the correct. Just she was like, oh, what a genius decision. It's yeah. supposed to be like, what is And just confusion of like, you're like, yeah, I guess that would distract people. And then the and then the FEMA helicopter pilot is like I'll solve this problem and runs off with the um, fire extinguisher, which yeah. Eric LaSalle saw coming because FEMA pilots are required by law to put out any and all porta potty fires. <laughs> and so he was like, yeah, my plan's working. And then he, he hot wires or, and steals a FEMA helicopter. Yeah. That ends up being chased by two fighter jets yeah. because they're not supposed to be in airspace. And Brittany Murphy's response to that is like, like, fuck it. Let's, let's keep, keep going. going. <laughs> Thelma and Louise. <laughs> The Brittany like, Murphy is you, at her best in this movie when she's like, let's just do it. Yeah. When she when she says to the military guy and she's like, he's like, what are you going to, what are you threatening? And she's like, you tell me. And she gives her a little Brittany Murphy smirk. And I'm like, that's the Brittany Murphy you pay for. Yeah. And I didn't even know what that meant. And I don't, I don't know. I either. couldn't tell you now even having watched it. I don't know. Like you tell me. It's like, I, it worked. He's, yeah. The bluff worked. And that was so that she could, because she demanded that uh, Eric LaSalle had to go into the red, the restricted area with her. Yes. Because uh, per Eric LaSalle, he doesn't just blow things up. We don't know what he does. We know he was at some point in the military. Yeah. Um, we know he can fly a helicopter. Yes. But we don't know what he does, but he's vital to this operation. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a man of, he's a, he has a certain set of skills as, as another tough gentleman might say. Mm -hmm. Very specific set of skills. Very specific set of skills. Porta potties, mountaintops. Yeah. And then mountaintop uh, removal. Mountaintop removal. (laughs) Mega fault stopping. Yeah. (laughs) And the, 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 the thing we know about the the crash course that the megafault is is going toward, yeah, it's it's going to cut the it's going to cut the country in half unless for some reason they can divert the fault, yes, into the Grand Canyon so yes. it just runs right into the Grand Canyon because so, that will somehow stop, stop the the waves. Yeah. So here's the thing: most people don't know about the Grand Canyon. It's magical. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, so if you use the magic and you counteract <laughs> the science with the magic, <laughs> then it is able to um, completely absorb the earthquake wave's power yeah. and turn it into more Grand Canyon power. <laughs> yeah. That's what the Hoover Dam harvests. Grand Canyon power. It harvests Grand Canyon power. <laughs> yeah. So that was the plan. Yeah. Um, and they're going to use a cool, fancy weapon for it, which yeah, is great. It, 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 was a, it was a space laser of some kind. It was a tectonic it, weapon, they yes. called it? it. Which the science behind that at least tracked in terms of what they were thinking. Okay. They were going to freeze the water table. Yes. When you freeze water, it expands. Right. And then they were then going to cause the water to very rapidly melt. Uh huh. So then it would contract. Yes. Causing earthquakes to happen because it would make everything destabilize. Right. We're right. Okay. I almost when that happened, like my head shut up, and I was like, "Oh, that's a cool science fiction weapon. I uh-huh. like that one." Um. So it made it a sense. satellite laser, basically. Satellite laser, it like would freeze the water table. Sure. Like, let's go with that. Yeah. And again. Water table's not really low enough for that. <laughs> um, everything we're dealing with has been in the first like hundred meters of sediment. Mm-hmm. Earthquakes, generally speaking, are generated several kilometers down. Right. Like, sure. Just, just saying. Yeah. Um, Maybe even below the floor of the Grand Canyon. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> when you Science go to the base of the out. Grand Canyon, you're actually below any earthquakes. You're, bo- you're below earthquake level. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's sea level and, and there's, there's earthquake, earthquake level. level. Yeah, and that's where the Grand Canyon, the base of it, is located. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was interesting. But of course, as always happens, an RV... Yes. screws it all up an rv and a fam a terrible family terrible in family. an rv f- rooting against them so completely oh yeah like eric eric and Brittany are flying over in a very fast osprey helicopter yeah and they have to get out of the way of the blast zone of this particle laser because it, or they're gonna die yeah this, hel- this this helicopter's gonna freeze well within the blast zone they see an rv with the family in it 
they don't know families that they just see an RV like we gotta go down we gotta save these people and it just keeps cutting into this family in this RV <laughs> with their screaming goddamn children and like their horrible their loveless marriage yeah, it was, and it was just like oh god I wish they could I wish the, they could beam in and see what they shouldn't save like truly you would be doing most of that you would be doing the entirety of that family a favor by <laughs> just letting it happen <laughs> because in a best case scenario those children are never going to have happy marriages <laughs> like gonna, you are yeah. damning several generations by saving them but i Prozac like that shaped like flintstone <laughs> conversations about disordered eating like it's all in store it's just a mess it's just none of it was good but then of course when they see an osprey helicopter land in their path yes and they see two people running and screaming and waving their arms instead of being like, oh no, maybe this is emergency. They're like, what is going on? What? They were so inconvenient yes. that their terrible vacation was interrupted. <laughs> Which I did really believe that. Yeah. Like, I fully believe that these awful garbage humans were just so annoyed to be saved yeah. from their shitty vacation. Yeah. yeah. Which they were probably going to the Grand Canyon and they deserved it. Yeah. To the magic of the Grand Canyon. They were going to go see the magic of the Grand Canyon. They, are, they aren't entitled to it. It's like the unicorn store. Like you're not, you don't deserve the unicorn store and you guys don't deserve the magic of the Grand Canyon. Shouts just, out unicorn store. Shouts out Brie Larson. <laughs> That's for me. That's Brie Larson shout out. That was 100%. As I said, I was like, the only person who's going to enjoy this <laughs> reference is going to be Jordan. Is the yeah, Brie hive. I, knew, I didn't say that you wouldn't get it. I'm just saying I don't know that anyone else is going to glory in it quite in the same way that Jordan does. <laughs> it's like the unicorn store. You I, know? Yeah. It was, it was the Grand Canyon is the unicorn store of uh, na- of like natural equipment uh, yes of megafault but i would say of our lives of our lives it is also owned by samuel L. jackson <laughs> he is also the proprietor of the grand canyon yeah. could be true huge if true <laughs> wouldn't that be great if you just like as you roll up to the the front of the grand canyon like entrance he just, just swears at you he just he just shows up he's like what's up motherfucker <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah okay my experience is dramatically improved yeah just in in one of those great outfits he was in in that movie oh yeah 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 God, I, I would enjoy that kind of watch that again <laughs> um and so, i the best the best part of the the best part as far as like the catastrophe to me goes, oh yeah and i think I, I think we're on the same page on this is that the plan doesn't work because right. it diverts the fault in the wrong direction it's no longer going west toward the grand canyon the fault is suddenly blazing across America straight toward the Yellowstone caldera. I love it when you can bring the Yellowstone caldera I, into anything. I passively live in fear of a Yellowstone eruption because oh, as yeah. Brittany tells us, the mega fault will become an extinction level yes. event. It, and and if, if Yellowstone goes up, it is. It's a fucking extinction level event. This mm-hmm. is a geological hotspot that is one of the most popular vacation destinations Great. in America and it's I mean it it would blow a hole the size of it would half of America would disappear I it feel would be like. fantastic <laughs> um no it's great I love I love that they just whenever because you're fine Jordan we're gonna be okay you're probably not gonna die from the mega fault for the, or from the from the Yellowstone caldera <laughs> okay it's probably not gonna happen in our lifetimes Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. That's the assurances like, I need. Eh, like we, ultimately, there's like the mammoth volcano is a way bigger risk to us personally. Okay. Um, it's fine. Okay. Ish. Uh, <laughs> but I do love anytime you can bring up Yellowstone as sort that of this That was a like, great idea. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the force quit of yeah. disaster movies. <laughs> And it's so great because it doesn't go from like zero. It doesn't. There's no sense of immediacy in so much of this movie. Like yeah, no, nobody's true. ever like, oh my god, if we don't stop this within, there's not really a sense of like scale or scope. You see the thing ripping, but you don't. It's not like we see like some cities kind of shaking. It really does not honestly yeah. seem like that big of a deal. Yeah, everything the like, mega fault does not. It seems seem like very that big inconvenient. Of a deal. Yes. <laughs> Like maybe we need more bridges and you've got to start using some like sticky tack to keep your valuables on your shelves. Yeah. But I'm not seeing like, we're not watching things, buildings collapse. There's no, no, we didn't see the St. Louis arch rip in half. No, there were no, the iconography was not destroyed. Nothing. And so there was no sense to me of like, oh my God, what are the stakes here beyond 
Brittany Murphy needs to get home to her terrible child. And <laughs> yeah. Honestly, would that be the worst thing in the world if she doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> you know, Justin Hartley's hot, but like she can find more. Yeah, yes, she could. And and someone who appreciates her career. But man, when Yellowstone starts, just lava starts coming up for no the, good the reason. The ground just transforming to lava. Oh my god! And then they and they have like the downstown, like just some area in Wyoming. Yeah, just a small town Wyoming, and people are just walking about, enjoying their day. Yeah. Until suddenly someone just looks down at their foot and it's sticking to the hot pavement. Yeah, yeah. It is an instant thermo event. The (laughs) shoe sole is melting off and then just the most incredible thing in the whole movie happens. Yeah. Just people spontaneously <laughs> combusting. People people burst into bursting flames. into a ball of flame and then just uh, like collapsing, <laughs> fold collapsing onto the ground. It's like this whole town just exploded person by person. It's so great. Wow. It's such a perfect moment because there is like... You when don't expect it. When it's like 100 degrees outside, you're saying they'd be like, God, this is miserable. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it suddenly becoming hot enough to melt your shoe and not a single person like is kind of walking and being like, man, it's really hot. <laughs> yeah, it's so No, hot. it just goes from like very pleasant day yeah. to shoe melting to pillars of fire. <laughs> Pillar, human pillars of fire. <laughs> and it is the most perfect moment in that whole movie. It was, yeah, that was like the choice to go to Yellowstone and the choice to do that were like, okay you weren't just phoning this in yeah you had some big dreams i almost wonder if that was footage from another movie <laughs> they're like well guys we've got this we should just repurpose it like why not we why Absolutely not just add this possible. we spent a lot of money on this effect because <laughs> yeah. we know they have no problem reusing footage yes. as evidenced by the climax <laughs> yes. when you just watch eric lasalle's car drive in the same looped footage for yeah. about five minutes the same explosions same, same same angles and him nothing. just like frantically continually to like try and keep the wheels straight yeah. While, while Brittany Murphy keeps trying to repurpose, like repurpose similar but different expressions of horror. Like there are certain points where she's just looking like vaguely worried <laughs> and then she'll sort of like spontaneously crumple into like traumatic fear. Just <laughs> it's like, whoa, the last explosion didn't do it, but that one really sent You her. can just tell what points in the day they were like, how close are we getting to a break? <laughs> like, where's our mandated union craft services break? Oh, Brittany Murphy's needs a pick me up. Yeah, yeah. Someone get Brittany a coffee. Yeah. We've been driving in circles for thirty nine thousand minutes. But yeah, so the, the fancy tech doesn't work. They end up, and then the only solution they yeah. have is to create another Grand Canyon. Yeah, That's and, and it. the way that that is unfolded is so spectacular. With her being like, we can't just created like she just keeps saying things and eric lasalle basically just keeps going why not why not why not like a fucking child and then she's like well we can't just create another grand canyon like why not she's we we can't well well why not it's like oh my god eric what's the plan he knows the guy the plan you know who the guy is the guy is him the guy guy is him unidentified explosive specialist eric lasalle (laughs) and he, he is going to use the tunnel net mining tunnel networks of Wyoming as an infrastructure to collapse them all to then create, I guess, a chain reaction of collapses to create a new gaping Grand Canyon-esque hole in the ground near Yellowstone. Without the Grand Canyon magic, but Yes. But may but like maybe deep enough, I guess, in yeah. this case, to absorb the, the energy of the energy of the coming earthquake and, and fault creation to just stop it it basically the theory is like the fault as it's splitting hits this opening in the ground and it just like wow 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 like dissipates out yes and we're saved yes 100 percent the, the logic behind this yes and they do this in they have two hours right to pull to, off this to pull feat this, of engineering and they and they manage to set up 30 charges because that's all it takes to make a new grand chat just pro tip guys with 20 million tons of explosives yes. as Did, we are told i wonder how like 20 million divided by 30 that's a lot of millions of tons that's <laughs> yeah. a million tons of explosives per explosive yeah pretty much that's that's a great deal <laughs> yeah. of explosives like yeah you know what i missed the 20 million part of oh that. yeah i rewound to double check that to do, 20 yeah. million um so i guess yeah if you have t- a million tons of explosive per charge you could create a new grand canyon sure sure i I can't tell you no i mean there's no reason not to what i did like though was that you can do that while safely driving a truck 
Yes. In front of those charges. Yeah, he has to, they're like, they seem to be proximity charges. Like, yes, he she has, has a to, thing that he has to get this detonator close to the charges. Yes. And then there's a six second delay once they pass the charge mm-hmm. before it explodes. Yes. And so he has to manually drive in front of every one of them. Right. On the path that yeah. exists. <laughs> yes. Conveniently. Yes. On the very clear laid path that exists for him to drive. Yes. Because Wyoming does have very good off-road tracks. <laughs> sufficient for a truck. <laughs> that look strikingly similar to the first area he was detonating charges in in Virginia. Yeah. Which also I am pretty sure I have definitely seen that quarry before in <laughs> many, many, many sci-fi channel movies. I have a hunch it's located somewhere in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, of Honestly, course. I want to, like, I think that if I were ever to go to Vancouver, the only thing I'd want to do is be like, take me to your quarry. <laughs> I would have so many photos there. There's, oh, there's a Kevin Sorbo movie I saw once that had, like, involved the water catching on fire. Mm. It, there's so many different great classics that were filmed in that quarry, and I think Megafault is another one. I would, I would, I would happily go to the quarry, and I would just want to get close enough to Lily <laughs> Reinhardt to just shout "Hustlers!" <laughs> just that's it. This like, is why neither of us are allowed into Canada. Yeah, like, by the way, very like only like not super intrusive, but just to let her know, I am you appreciate stoked for that super stoked for hustlers completely unrelated super to everything stoked. i'm with you on that one <laughs> we should go see hustlers together let's, we should do that let's that go should, see hustlers you're not you're gonna hate i'm gonna talk through the whole thing i'm gonna be the whole time be like yeah lizzo <laughs> and you're like, why is she ta-? anyway um so going back to the movie so yeah so eric lasalle has to do it along with Brittany murphy yeah because who won't leave a man behind like, no she's like she's very we're in this she pair bonded to him so quickly it she was, was like ready a newborn to- chick seeing a like it's as if a newborn chick had seen like a dog for the first time. It's like, and they're like, like, oh, a, that's its mother now. It's like that's a so vampire cute. baby imprinting yeah. on a werewolf. That's a real, that's a much better analogy. I was it's, just thinking it's of cute like animal little Renesme yes. seeing Jacob for the first time. That is a hunt. And it was non-romantic, which I did appreciate. It was yeah. completely asexual, but she was just like, no, you're not going anywhere. And, and like all her whole, like only like driving mission, save the world, but also get back to her family. But she threw that in the fucking wind yeah. when it was like, oh, you're going to die. Maybe doing this while well, I'm not leaving you behind. Yeah. Meaning implicitly, you will also die but I don't want you to die alone but when in fact he apparently has nothing to live for now that his mother is dead which is a character arc I did not see coming (laughs) really I mean like suddenly in the last five minutes of the movie he had a character arc and I was just like what oh he was a character (laughs) I really just thought it was Eric LaSalle with a set of skills yeah like I didn't understand (laughs) Um, because the whole time the one thing like they kind of lean into but then they don't is that they're like oh it's my fault and everyone's like no it's not your fault Eric LaSalle He's like, it is my fault. But he never really pushes it. And they're like, no, it's really not, though. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Never mind. Not my I, got, fault. I got kind of hung up on that, but yeah. you're right. Um, but then he decides that he should die die for the earthquake. Yeah. Um, which led to <laughs> one of my favorite moments, which is Brittany Murphy being airlifted out while trying to hold on to the edge yeah. of the truck, yeah. struggling not to be lifted because she doesn't want to go. No. And he's like, hooks her up to the, to the airlift yeah. that they're going to take her out from. And she's grabbing the sides of yeah. the truck and screaming she's no. She's refusing. Just like a petulant. It's like trying to put a cat into a cat carrier. <laughs> it, was. it was so great. That very much. Yeah, that was very much an analog <laughs> to what was happening. Because she just, I mean, Eric, Sal's, Eric LaSalle's the fucking man by the end of this. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't want to live in a world without him. No, she did. She not be realizing again, how shitty her husband is. Uh, and again, not romantic. She just wants him. She wants him to meet. Promise me you'll meet my family. Yeah. <laughs> she t- makes him promise to meet her family. And I'm just like, that's a really big burden to put on the man. <laughs> Who's trying to save. Now, do we think it was America or the world? Because they only really ever framed it in terms of like, it's going to hit the West Coast and then it's going to light up the ring of fire. So here's my and question. And destroy right. the Pacific. It will cause the ring of fire to, to uh, assume do what happened at Yellowstone the ocean is quite deep as we say in our (laughs) opening as deep as the Marianas Trench which is in the Pacific so the ocean is extremely deep yeah (laughs) I I would say maybe deeper than the Grand Canyon yes oh so maybe the same magic so potentially yeah I think they just have to stop it because of the risk of the ring of fire okay just doing yeah yeah. Um, everything along it going up in some way yeah you know earthquakes abduction zones i guess uh, yeah kind of like 2012ing its way into like oh no all the volcanoes erupting oh no the plates are sliding around john cusack's a hero now like that's that's what we're risking right now and so yeah i think that that was kind of what 
what they were trying to prevent was not so much that it would keep going and cut the world in half, mm-hmm. like a like a halved orange sort of situation. Yes, um, but yeah, so they they do they do stop it successfully, but not successfully. Like yeah. it gets to Denver. It I I really appreciated the shot at the very end when we pull yes. back and we go like we go satellite level looking at the Earth and you see the giant computer generated ripped open gash in the continent i was like that's cool yeah it's cool to show me the scale of this because it really did not tell you it did not suggest throughout the movie that that is how fucking dramatic this was it was like the width of a whole state it just kind of seemed like building shaking yeah and then suddenly it was oh my god like this is this is like someone put a, a a like if you put California on its side and set it in the middle of the country and made that a giant ripped open hole, that's how big it was. That's impressive. Yeah. I, I can and see again, how you want to stop that. Did not get that sense. Would no. have loved to have gotten that sense. Show me a couple buildings just falling into it. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm done. Let's do this. Show me St. Louis just fully engulfed by the hole. Again, yeah. You could have had that moment where the St. Louis arch just rips in half and falls in and that would have... I. I would have loved that. Uh, there was a, there's a movie Black Hole <laughs> that um, is about a black hole that generates in St. Louis. Oh, and it just, my God! It, it consumes the it consumes. It's great. It has <laughs> it has Judd Nelson and Christy Swanson. It should. It's, Wait, what? Er, what year was this? Oh, in like late night, mid nineties, late nineties. Like so, we're not okay. So we're, well, pre MAGA era, Christy Swanson. Yeah, no, this is. I mean, great. I would say like early two thousands, maybe somewhere, okay. somewhere in that amorphous range where okay. everything blends together. Yeah, it, yeah. All that matters is that it's well past. It's, it's got to be too early two thousands because it's past Judd Nelson's "Just Shoot Me" days. Okay, got so it. it's got to be like early two thousands. I, th- I want to say Lorenzo Lamas is in it as a <laughs> as a. a so we we will cover it at some point. We're talking actual black hole, right? Like no, like a it, yes, a black hole generates in St. Louis. <laughs> yes, someone and then is and then within and a gravitational then cons- field and then consumes at the loo and then consumes the St. Louis Arch. But that's it. <laughs> oh, they stop it. They stop the black hole eventually. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't With stop the black hole, it wouldn't be a disaster movie. It would just be a disaster. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, they stop it. I don't remember. It was years ago. Look, I, I, yeah, I guess I'll hold on my yeah, questions. Like, so I could read. I could. Okay, so I, I had have so many back when I did like a disaster blog for myself. Uh-huh. I did cover that movie so I could read the synopsis to myself and like off the air give you a summary of it no right. it's okay uh, but it is gonna i think it is something that we should really oh enjoy. yeah definitely i don't remember if that's yeah. one that has an energy monster in it or not i I'm can't too remember curious for us not to yeah no we got it no we got it it's a good one but in the in the sense of this movie what yeah. I, I did value about it is it seemed to stick to its own rules at yes. least yes like it, it played by its own stated set of boundaries and for a movie that didn't feel like anything a lot of the time i was like well okay at least you're yeah you, you would hear like your in world logic yes and so that I, I think that covers our reality indexing. Yeah, I mean, just going back to the reality index, I want to talk about that for a second because you and I both looked at each other earlier and we're like, nothing about this is real. Yeah, but it wasn't. It's like, like when you say the thing about the in in world rules, I think yeah. that's important to emphasize that yeah. like that's an important metric in in the disaster within, girls world because yeah. we're, we're we're playing outside the lines all the time here. Yeah, it's just like okay, are you guys following your own rules? Have you created a system in which I'm like okay, that can't happen. Yeah, but I a hundred percent believe that it will happen here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, is Brittany Murphy a geophysicist who suddenly knows how to work with explosives? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. take it. I'm, I'm, I'm with in. that. I'm in. Yeah. And I'll always buy Bruce Davison as any kind of authority figure. Oh, yeah. 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 A, a, a useless head of FEMA. You know who should have been the head of FEMA? Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> that, well, that's He would have just stood there and yelled at that mega fault and stopped it. <laughs> Gruffly. Yeah. There but is. He, I, I would like to shout out a, 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 what I'm going to call a joke in this movie that isn't a joke, <laughs> but it made me laugh so hard when she gets to the sort of headquarters zone with Bruce Davison and she's like it's a walk and talk and they're passing all these emergency people mm-hmm. and they keep looking at her and they're like FEMA and she's like no and they just <laughs> they keep asking her she, like three people ask her if oh, she yeah, you're, oh you're, you're the, the geologist from FEMA. With, with FEMA and for some reason they just no 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 like she's, she's just so offended she, by the yeah idea. it is like oh god no like and for some reason it couldn't just be like they had to a have people asking her that and b have her shutting it down repeatedly in one walk and talk yeah <laughs> just like oh no it's like are you worried there was a different person they're confusing you with like it is it is frustrating to you that like oh they always think i'm with FEMA. <laughs> and also she was with FEMA. 
Fatima. Like we were introduced to her, and she is like it's the true. FEMA director is like, and this is the brightest geophysicist. I she was. She's, with, I she's was very like, FEMA adjacent at the. She very was least. extremely related. Like, is it because she was like after, this is in two thousand nine? So she's like, I don't want to be associated with FEMA. Like, <laughs> yeah, was that the thing? Like, oh, it's got a bad rep. Maybe, now? yeah, maybe a, a, a slight commentary there. I, I, yeah, it was the weirdest. That is a really good point about the running joke. I it was so weird that that was like, well, we need to fill this walk and talk. <sighs> yeah. Do you, so, you're with FEMA? No. <laughs> any, I will say any tracking shot in this entire movie is filled with the most unnecessary <laughs> shit ever. Yeah. Like, they feel like they need something there and so they mm-hmm. have the guy like peek into a crate like so fast <laughs> that he can't see oh, it and oh, then point yeah. toward the back of the truck before he, like... Yeah, yeah. It's absurd. And the whole purpose is just so that they can have something to do with the camera while yeah. Yeah. the chick's sitting Business in the, time. the Business there was, time. There were so many extras. When they were in the military. Yeah, there were she's, tons of extras. When she's in there with in like the, the Louisville base or whatever it was, whatever base they were in, in yeah. Kansas. And she's like in there and they're strategizing and they're talking about the big laser missile thing. And yeah. Like, so many extras. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, there was enough budget have... to pay all of those people. All they had to do was but... be like, we're going to be, a, we, this is top secret, this is classified, no one can know, let's go into a private room. <laughs> and so they're like, no, open floor plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, it's weird because they had enough budget to hire that many extras, yeah. but yeah. then probably not enough budget to mic up more than three people in a scene. Because <laughs> they have so many scenes that are like clearly some loop group just oh, like yeah. calling out all the dialogue when yes. they're all panicking and yes. just saying shit about ham radios or whatever. Like, <laughs> This the ham radio like, thing yeah. was so belabored. Weird. Lower. What? Lower. It's ham radio. Lower. <laughs> Lower. Ham radio. It's like ham radio. Lower. <laughs> and no one on screen is talking during that. There's like... <laughs> is any, and out of curiosity, would anyone be like, ham radios can't go that low? I don't know what a ham radio is. Nobody explained I ham don't... radio with the, em- the emphatic nature with which they were like, this is going to work. It was like, wait, so we're going to explain some stuff, but we're going to take ham radio on faith <laughs> for the people, for the folks at home like what the fuck is that oh it's like oh everyone does 1965 ham radio like what i also great i really appreciate that in this world the crust of the earth is about the same thickness and density (laughs) as the crust of a chicken pot pie (laughs) again accurate yeah it was so good just like their pure blackness right underneath the surface of the earth yeah yeah oh incredible not enough budget to render that no 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 but i did like that they did take efforts to be like well what is the what is the layers of what does it look like and they're like well it looks like finely laid layers (laughs) (laughs) to go off of your pot pie yeah i was gonna say it was like phyllo dough where you're like that's very flaky. <laughs> the earth does not normally look like that, but okay, guys, Left we'll in go the with oven it. A little too long. Yeah, it was no, it was all very it was all very questionable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did follow their own rules, so points for that. Yeah. And so so let's get into fantasy, fantasy casting then. Oh, do uh, I mean, I want to ask you, Jordan, do you think this movie was about anything? Oh my god, right. I forgot that was even an No, option. I mean cuz that's um, I mean this is a very leading question in this case. It it didn't seem to be because it seemed like it wanted to be about like the love between like family. Yeah. But the biggest pursuer of family connection totally ditched her family at the end and was ready to die yeah. with a demolitionist, which like to be like an angry feminist for a second. It was almost like they're like, well, we have a main character who's a woman with a job. <laughs> Guess she has to be torn between her job and her family. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be realistic, you guys, if her husband right. weren't threatening to leave her over the fact that she has to <laughs> deal with this national emergency. Yeah, like that's just not believable. No, it's true. So it was, you know, you can outrun a lot of things. You can outrun an earthquake, but you can't outrun the fact that your place is in the home. I think there we go. I mean, that, that might could be, be. Yeah, yeah. But then it kind of got dropped. Yeah, it did. Like she did eventually just get distracted by shiny things and li- like missiles and lasers. <laughs> I was like, no, Eric LaSalle, I'm not leaving you in this truck. <laughs> so it wasn't that. Um, possibly about uh, tampering with our globe and our ecosystem, like Maybe. anti-fracking. Yeah, like kind of anti-fracking. But and, there was and- no, there was no like, there was no expl- like demolition company villain to affix that to. And at the end, you know what saved us? Demolition. Yeah, you're right. Like, I I don't know that that was the bad guy because ultimately it's it's like if in Volcano, they're like, well, you know what will stop it is another volcano. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. that's not the bad guy anymore. Or you know what will stop it? Subway system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Get him out of here. So that's the problem. Maybe, like, it's, maybe it's about like happy accidents you know it's about like oh man like sometimes you mess up and, and bad things mm. happen but Mega then you about get a giant beautiful grand canyon out of it <laughs> that's true <laughs> then we get we get the with the ninth wonder of the world out of it. Uh, yeah at least 
<laughs> at least. I mean, there could be, they could, we, I'm just saying that there could be multiple wonders of the world generated by this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that was, I guess, yeah, like maybe happy accident. Like, you're right. That could be it. Yeah, I think definitely choose. I think, I think yours might actually be the strongest, mm. which is, you know what, ladies? Choose family. Yeah. <laughs> but if she had chosen family, the entire world would have ended. So. Uh, maybe I don't know. it's maybe, maybe it's Al- a better Sal could have shouldered that himself. Choose maybe choose a better husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that the husband. is that the answer? Like, I think that's don't the choose never marry Justin Hartley. Never, don't settle, ladies. <laughs> yeah. What if it's what if the opposite? What if it's don't settle? Don't settle for Justin Hartley. Yeah. And uh, based on what we saw, this don't have kids. Yeah. Well, j- don't based <laughs> don't on have this that movie. terrible child. <laughs> it's amazing how consistently like I know at some point I will find a movie a, a child in a disaster movie where I'm like yeah that one I like let's keep it <laughs> every child in the has been terrible child to me. Oh wow! Like, I'm gonna have to think about that. Yeah, now going like Tommy forward, watching these. in Tommy in Volcano, terrible child. Yeah, Tommy's pretty bad. Tommy's awful. <laughs> like Tommy's sister, I think is kind of okay because she's like, yeah, I'm gonna let my brother die. <laughs> like wander off, Tommy. Survival the fittest. I'm not keeping an eye on you, Tommy. I, I'm gonna be queen of the Hard Rock children now. It's not my problem. <laughs> Lord of the Hard Rock children. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I just like there has yet to be a good child in any of these movies and so maybe yeah don't have children yeah okay um but yeah i don't know what this movie was really about i mm-hmm. think the fact that it did lack a central theme is one of its weaknesses yeah because no matter how poor or slipshod having that glue yeah it, it, at least it gives you a sense of like driving purpose yeah whereas this movie despite having a huge disaster to stop had no driving purpose right fair yeah so who's your fantasy casting on this one i have a really hard time letting go of Brittany Murphy because it just hurt my heart so much to watch this movie and know that she passed so soon after it came out. And I don't want to take one of her last roles from her. Certainly. Well, we're remaking it. So it's okay. If we're re okay. Yeah. We're remaking it. We're not obliterating. It's not ruining my childhood. It's dedicated to her in the opening credits. Yes. Yes. In memoriam. Okay. In the, in, in, in memory of Brittany Murphy remake of mega fault. I feel like I want to keep the same energy and I feel like I want it. I want it to be Lindsay Lohan. Ooh. Like okay. present day. Yeah. Bring her over from weird Mykonos. accent. Oh yeah. With like, with the accent mm-hmm. with, you know, maybe not, maybe her not even knowing she's in a movie. She's just <laughs> told this is happening and to react. I, you know, I, I, I just think her, cause she has that, she can have, she has that same kind of raspy voice actually yeah. thing that, that Brittany Murphy has as well. And there can be a, a harried sense of sort of, insanity coming off of her I feel like this is a great situation I would love somebody I would love for Bruce Davis and Bruce Davis has got to come back to introduce world-renowned geophysicist Lindsay Lohan oh yeah yeah no I can amazing in my mind's eye I can 100% see this um she'll be wearing a business suit that is cut too low like 100% (laughs) hair in a bun she will have glasses because scientists wear glasses like I'm following all of this with you Yeah. yeah she's yeah she's in a she's in a businesswoman's outfit yes she's eating a businesswoman's special (laughs) <laughs> okay, so we're keeping Bruce Davison. Yeah, and I and keeping Bruce Davison, and then for Eric LaSalle, I feel like a Michael Jai White. Ooh. I believe is who I want to go with for this. Okay, who I think that's I think that's who I'm thinking of correctly from the movie Spawn. I'm, am I am I yep. saying yep? Okay. He's the star of Spawn. Yeah, I I kind of okay. like his look for this. Okay, and I like the kind of I like the idea of the hot. You know, getting older, getting up oh, yeah. there, but still kind of like macho guy. And he feels like the kind of proper made for TV status. Underrated yeah. Michael J. White. It's true. It's a good one. It's true. Give him some shine. Yeah. I like this. I like this casting. So um, I had the opposite problem that you had. So and I think I, Justin Hartley actually stays the husband. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He looks exactly the same. I mean, he does. He does. He does. has not changed in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. More relevant now than ever, too. Yeah. 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 He's the star power here. Yeah. <laughs> you could not get him into this movie at this point. That's true. There is, Very there true. is no way no. you could not convince him. Maybe the guy who played Aquaman in the... Oh, no. The guy who played Aquaman in Smallville is now the Green Arrow. Well, no, no, no. Funny enough, Justin Hartley mm-hmm. uh, played Green Arrow in the Smallville right. show 
after he played Aquaman in an Aquaman pilot. That's what it was. Oh, I knew it was wow. something like that. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Yes, it was. Uh, you're right. Yeah. He played Aquaman in the Aquaman pilot, and then yeah. In Smallville, it was some other guy, and I can't remember who that guy is, but I think he's also actually had like a weird glow up in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. <It's> kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah. No. So that maybe whoever played Aquaman or whoever played uh-huh. Aquaman in Smallville, I would go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to keep the Smallville reoccurring WB <laughs> universe, like first round of WB. Um, DCU mm, mm. Uh, before they got big. I or, feel like I also I add I mm. add an oil baron villain. I add a, a oh, villain I, and and it's Treat Williams. Oh yeah, it's Treat Williams. Hold is, on, who's is Aquaman? The evil executive. Alan Richson. What? Alan Richson was uh, was was Aquaman. Okay. Um, he's he's had a bit of a he's had a bit of a career. This guy. <laughs> See, yeah. So going back to Treat Williams, I would I would a hundred percent cut the husband entirely. Okay. Okay. And then yeah, Treat Williams is a great choice that doesn't that that. feel nice doesn't that feel intuitive yeah yeah that's a good one yeah he should be here um okay so i was like okay who whose star has faded Mm -hmm. but not sufficiently but just enough that she would still say yes to this movie and i landed on miranda cosgrove oh Mm. because twist what's she been doing yeah, I, I mean, question. just living off that iCarly money, I would, I, yeah. I guess. And the so, Drake and Josh money. She's got double she's got, Oh, that's yeah. right. So she's she's got nothing else going on, but she's got the money, but she probably could use, like, the attention. I'd like to see it. Yeah. So I'd, Miranda Cosgrove, I could see her delivering, like, ex- exposition uh-huh. in a serious manner. Yeah. Um, but then, as I always struggle with, is who's the guy? And mm-hmm. so I went to my trusty uh, Google list. Uh-huh. And I looked up uh, actors from the 90s you forgot you, or who you don't know who they are. Like you don't know their names. <laughs> okay. And as I was going through this list of like actors from the 90s whose names you don't know but you recognize, uh, Eric LaSalle was on it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? What's Eric LaSalle up to these <laughs> days? <laughs> I think he would have to revisit the role All that right. he played the first time around. He got rescued out of the hole in the truck at the beginning of the movie. There's no reason Who's he couldn't say get he could rescued, get rescued again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. And like I don't know that anyone else can play an army guy backslash demolitions expert yeah. backslash toilet blow upper <laughs> with quite the same level of conviction as Eric LaSalle. Yeah, he did bring a certain something to the role. Yeah. I like it. So I would just keep him and then, you know, for like shadowy villain, I would have gone Rutger Hauer. Mm. Oh, good one. Yeah. R-P. Always um, a good choice. Yeah. For that. So Rutger Hauer always a safe choice. Mm-hmm. Um I would also keeping in the Smallville thing, uh, Shit, what's his name? John Gl- uh, D- Donald Glover. John, John Glover. <laughs> John Glover. John Glover. John Glover. <laughs> I would absolutely pick John Glover. Adultish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> it's his side game. <laughs> I was on um, back in when Smallville was a thing. I was on mm. like uh, the it was at the time Mighty Big TV message boards, and our nickname nice. for him was the Magnificent Bastard. <laughs> wow. And that was just his nickname as as Lex Luthor's as Lionel Luther was yeah. like, okay. oh, he's the Magnificent bastard okay and i just i think that he should be playing more villain roles just because he just so leans yeah. into the magnificent bastard status okay so right well. he was uh recently in the movie shazam and he played uh, the villain mark strong's dad that's in shazam. right yeah. oh, really oh yeah. he's good it's yeah. the same role as lex luther's dad basically because yeah. mark strong in that movie is basically lex luther yeah so yeah no just a, like sort of a cold anything goes he's always good he, he delivers just, yeah. yeah so i just like what else is john glover up johnny to? boy yeah i want to yeah. hear that voice saying like mm shitty like yeah. megalomaniac things <laughs> yeah if the if the fault opens think of all the resources we'll have access to <laughs> like, yeah, why not let's do this yeah so that's that's who i would do if we were adding in mm-hmm. the the evil mining executive which would of course give the movie uh, what it's about yeah exactly <laughs> what it's about so we just solved mega fault yes we did amazing somebody had to do it okay someone so, did someone did, and, and you and we did yes Your team you answered yes. the call and so what does that bring us to the infernos then? I think it brings us to the infernos. How many towering infernos does Megafault get? Do you want to go first or shy? I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it three quarters of a towering inferno. Whoa, that's a harsh assessment. Yeah. We're doing out of we're doing out of five here. Oh, you're right. Okay, you're right. I was kind of like, I think in my head it was more like an out of three. We'll go we'll go we'll go one and a half. Okay. I'll double it. I'm gonna one yeah, and a half towering did. infernos. I will be more generous on this one, to be honest. Okay. Wow. I would give it. Um. I would give it two and a half. Okay. Okay. Or maybe two. I would do two. Two. Okay. It is passable. 
I yes. would not watch it again. I regret that I own it on DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, As you should. Yeah, I, I got it for a really good price. I feel like if the oil, if the Baron, if the if the bad business yeah. Baron had been in there, I'd go to two, two and a half Infernos. Yeah. No, but I'll it, go to, I'm sticking at one and a half. Yeah. I, I will not argue with you on that. Like I just, it's, I just don't think it's at one and a half because there was at no point where I was like, why are we doing this? Fair. There was no moment of exasperation that I felt with this movie. That's fair. So I can't give it, Two and a half and give it a 50%. Mm-hmm. It's just shy of that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's fine. If, if someone were like, hey, come over, we're watching Megafall, to be like, fine. Yeah. I would also be like, who are you? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, all right, but we're going to talk during the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's no world in which I'm watching this movie again and paying even as little attention to it as I paid the first time. Yeah. It made me want a two screen too much. Yeah. For me to, yeah. to get into like two even. Yeah, I so, watched it at work, so yeah, I can I concur. Right, yeah, and <laughs> I mean, and that doesn't. I have no contempt for it, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's it it's not it's not to the point where I'm like, wow, I am angry that you made me devote time. That is yeah, that yeah. is time on this earth I will never get back. Right, that is data on my plan I will never <laughs> own again. Like, yeah, it's just like eh, it's fine. Yeah, you just need a drink and a conversation, and then you'll get by. Right, yeah. yeah. Maybe a very stoned movie. I don't know. I don't. I don't get high, but I don't. Maybe. I don't think that it would be. I don't think it's dynamic enough to be a stoned movie. <laughs> like I don't. I don't think that there's enough in it where you're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like I would <sighs> get just. Dis- like I got distracted from it. Yeah. While sober mm-hmm. and trying to focus on it. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine trying to do that Oof. with any substances inside of yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Like alcohol or otherwise. Got it. Mm. So. But this okay. is not a movie you want to focus on, I think. No, but like I would, I would do the thing where I'd be like, come back and be like, oh no, how? Why is there an RV? <laughs> like I would come back <laughs> twenty minutes later and be Fair like, enough. who's this family in the RV? <laughs> why are they terrible? Am I watching some sort of like a, a lifetime movie now? Like right. I would not know yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Fair enough. So okay, there we go. So one and a half to two infernos. Yeah, one and a half to two infernos feels like a good range. All right. One and a half to two raging burning buildings. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Which was more than we saw. Yeah. In yeah, Megafall. Yeah. But fewer, more raging bu- buildings, fewer burning people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But thank God they did that. Yeah. We haven't decided on our next movie for the next. Should it be Hurricane Heist? You know, let's do Hurricane Heist. Hell yeah. Easily accessible via Netflix. So, okay. yep. So next movie will be Hurricane Heist. I can't fucking wait to watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Co-starring Ralph Innocent. Hurricane Heist, esteemed, dignified British actor. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I, I'm so excited to watch this. Yeah, I feel um, like if you haven't seen it yet, Jason, I feel like it's gonna be a real I treat for you as well. I'm All so right. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. Should we? Like, well, so we'll do this. That'll be a week from whenever these are all released. Let's mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap this up. Uh, if you aren't already, follow us on Twitter, disaster underscore pod. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Amanda R Tubbs with two B's. I am Jor Crew, J-O-R-C-R-U. And I'm Jason Halftones. Oh, hi, everyone. I'm producer Jason. I yeah. didn't introduce myself on this episode. Hi, it's Jason. <laughs> I just assume everyone knows you now because apparently like we, we're just living on your borrowed time here. <sighs> Who knows? Yeah. It's all perspective. Powerful overlord of podcasting, Jason. <laughs> Uh, thank, thank you, powerful overlord Jason. Thank you, co-host Amanda. And thank you to you all who, who have joined in for the Mega Fault discourse this evening. Absolutely. And we do need to ask again, um, if you haven't already, please rate and review. Please, please, please. Please do that. Ratings, reviews, share it on Twitter. Give us your input about how many Towering Infernos you would give this movie. Sure. Uh, your thoughts on fantasy casting. Like, let's start, you know, now that we've... Let's make a community. Yeah, let's build oh, this yeah. together. Because <laughs> really, only united... Yep. Can we stop the mega fault? Yep. Yep. Agreed. I yeah. can't I can't top that. No. Jordan, if I were if, if I just want you to know that if you were having to detonate a bunch of explosives and I were in the Jeep next to it with you. You're like, I'd leave. I well, yeah, I yeah. would. <laughs> but I would at least make an effort to make it look like I was holding onto the size of the Jeep like Brittany Murphy does. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That. All right, guys, see you next week. Bye. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>